All right, um, I want to welcome you guys back to the third episode of Facing 500. Um, things, uh, I, I, I told everyone that this podcast would be about, you know, the serious things and the, the more, more serious dark things and not just a lot of fluff about weight loss. And it would be a little bit more about my own personal life. And uh, I didn't realize how quick that was going to be. I didn't realize it would only take me three episodes to walk right into a roadblock. And a pretty serious one. But um, that's where we're at today. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that. So uh, I turned 43 on Tuesday. March 31st is my 43rd birthday. And for my birthday, I got a nice, neat, wrapped package. And when I opened it up, it was a trip to the emergency room. Um, I actually ended up in the emergency room. I woke up about 5 o'clock in the morning on Tuesday and... My leg was just on fire. Um, my outer shin between my knee and my ankle on the outside was bright red. Uh, it was warm to the touch. And, of course, my, my wife, who's in the hospital system, um, went straight to MD, WebMD. And, of course, they gave you the worst possible case scenario. But with that, I mean, and I couldn't put any weight on it at all. I mean, I couldn't even lower my leg facing the ground and I would just be screaming out in terror I mean it just hurt so bad I mean it was it was scary uh so they took me to the ER and um basically they they needed to they gave me an ultrasound on my leg and of course meanwhile all of this COVID this COVID uh 19 stuff is going on so just getting into the hospital was an experiment in itself but so they did an ultrasound, they did uh, a bunch of testing on me. Um, come to find out, I was uh, an tachycardio something something. There's a word for it, which is basically I mean my system was blowing up when I got in there. Um, my blood pressure, I didn't know it at the time, but it was about 180 over 110. Um, my heartbeat was way too high. Um, yeah, it was, it was some pretty scary stuff. And so long story made short, they did this ultrasound and was put me on a whole ton of painkillers and all that. But they resolved that there was no blood clot, which is what our number one fear was. But that instead, instead of a blood clot, it was an infection. Um, so I do have this leg infection. Now I'm going on day three of it and I can barely put my foot on the ground um, I know a lot of it has to do with the circulation of blood because they called it, uh, the infection was due to cellulitis, which I keep being told, oh, it's not because you're fat. Um, anybody can get cellulitis, but I keep, I think that's bull crap. Um, you don't call a disease or a sickness cellulitis unless it has to do with cellulite. It's it's, I don't know. I'm pretty convinced it's because I'm fat. I know others are trying to tell me it's not. And I love them for making me feel better about it. But this is a disease or a injury or I don't know what you call it. But it's something that's got me out of work. I mean, I, I can't walk. And the reality is this is something that was could have been avoided. And in fact, um, the, the, the next day, Wednesday, April 1st, um, I got a, uh, my, I had my appointment or my consultation, my free consultation at the gastric, 
bypass place. And so I talked to her and she was telling me all these things and some great information. And I'm on a very slow path to get there, but hopefully in six months from now, I'll be doing the bypass uh, or a, a sleeve and all these things in my life will change and everything will be great. Uh, but in the meantime, one of the other things that she asked me about was my, my sleep patterns. And I, I have sleep apnea. Uh, again, I don't know anybody who's anywhere near 500 that doesn't have sleep apnea. But I've had this machine probably a good five to seven years. And I, I've tried it and I've tried it. And I would do anything to get this machine to work. But frankly, it just pisses me off. Um, I will wear it and I'll wake up in the morning. It'll be on the ground. Um, I'll wear it and I'll wake up in the middle of the night just gasping for air like I'm drowning and I'll rip it off me and I can't sleep anymore. Um, I've done it. I've tried it for weeks on a time and I, I just can't get this stupid machine to work. Um, but I, so I, over a time and once you get to know me, you'll find out I'm pretty stubborn. I don't like taking anything that I probably should be taking, but pills and help and things like that. They've always been weaknesses to me. And, and I know how stupid that is because I'm as weak now as I've ever been in my entire life. But one thing the bariatric doctor told me, and she said it pretty matter-of-factly, and I think that's just a doctor's way. She says, well, I can tell you if you've been on your sleep apnea machine, this infection wouldn't have happened. And then I didn't understand that. I didn't understand how those were related. And then she explained to me it's the sleep that I'm getting is, or the the good breath in the actual snoring that, um, or not snoring, but the, the breathing that I do. And this sounds obvious now that she says it, I just didn't put it together was it's the oxygen that I take in and it's the oxygen that takes in was what would have probably cleared up that infection before it even happened. Um, her point wasn't even to mention it for that, but her point was to mention once I go into the surgery process, she said it would be about a 30, centimeter or millimeter I don't know 30 something I I know it's a big deal I probably should figure out which one it is I think it's 30 millimeter but uh, I could be wrong um uh cut on my my stomach um in order to do this sleeve and she said the concern was the two biggest concerns um for surgery complications are um well, really, they boil to the same thing is, is the oxygen able to get to the, 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 the surgical point in order to heal. And, of course, the two things that stop that are, you know, sleep apnea and smoking. Now, I'm not a smoker, so that, that I get by on. Um, so here I am talking to this bariatric surgeon and, of course, the ER doctors the day before and I'm looking at myself three days after the fact, and it's just like, you know, I'm watching people get cancer. I'm watching healthy people get hit by buses. Then here I am, this this fat piece of shit, 500-pound guy who can't seem to take care of himself after I've been given 100 damn chances. And and I know that sounds harsh, and, and I don't mean it to sound like a pity thing, but the reality is I'm 43 years old, and... I still can't figure out my health and weight. 
And, you know, here I am worrying about what foods I put in my mouth. And, and there's a big picture that I'm missing. And it's that's hard to grasp because I, I feel like it's coming at me from all angles now. And, you know, and that that's just days. You know, when I started this podcast only, what, a week ago? I, I wasn't thinking about any of this. I was just thinking about maybe I could do a podcast and talk to people about losing weight and fun exercises and, and, you know, the hardships of, you know, the dark stuff would, you know, be like, oh, the reality is that, you know, sometimes we really want to have food, but we need to learn how to walk away. Pardon the language, but that's all bullshit. If I can't figure out how I can't wear a sleep mask or if I'm getting infections in my legs because I, 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 I can't figure these things out. So now my, my, uh, my, my, my contention here is I need to basically learn how to live an entirely different life than I have. Now, the eating is one thing, and the eating has always been the hard thing for me, but the reality is that's the thing I have the most control over. Why I can't figure that out, I don't know. I mean, the last couple of days I've been, you know, well, I'd say I'll give myself credit for about nine days I've eaten well under my calorie limit, you know, I, I got a 2,700-calorie 20, limit, um, which I've raised from the earlier guesstimates of seventeen to 2,000 because that's what I thought I was supposed to be doing, but I've been advised otherwise. So I've, been, I've done what I said I would do with that. Of course, the last three days, it's because I haven't been wanting to eat and I've been a comatose zombie. Um, but I just haven't been able to get control of any of these aspects. And, I mean, maybe the fact is that I'm a 43-year-old that needs to grow up and take responsibility for his actions before he lets his body, you know, you know, suck himself into death. But, you know, what I need to do is, you know, I need to figure out how to get on that machine again. Um, I have to take that a lot more serious. Um, I need to not even just, you know, rah-rah exercise, but I need to be conscious about the, the 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 movement that I do to strengthen my body because I feel like hell and uh, there's no reason I should feel the way I do except for the fact that I'm an idiot and you know and then on top of that you know like little and this is a little thing but one thing the doctor told me about is with to avoid this stuff in my legs um she had recommended me get some compression socks so I went off and bought some of those and they should be here in a couple of days so there's, there's these different things, and, and, and I knew this, this podcast would veer off lefts and rights. I just didn't think it would happen so quickly. You know, this is not some kind of programmed, planned conversation I'm having here. This was, you know, you know this happened. You know, that was, you know, on my 43rd birthday, I woke up, and I went to get out of the bed and, you know, uh, go to the bathroom and dang near fell on myself because my, my right leg wouldn't hold me up. And, uh, here I am three days later, barely moving. So, uh, so yeah, so, you know, that's what, you know, facing 500. I mean, I guess it really got close to my face today. Um, so I, I do want to talk to folks about these things that are real serious issues. Um, you know, if you use a sleep mask, I would love some advice. Um, do you use a, I know they call them a full f- full face mask, uh, nasal cannulas. Um, am I going to have to shave my beard? You know, here I am worried about something silly like that. You know, hey, do you want to dye or shave your beard? And I'm sitting here like, oh, I don't want to shave my beard. 
um, there's these mental gaps in me that I, I need to figure out, and I need to figure out quick because I got these kids that are relying on me and a wife that needs me, and I'm sitting here jerking around with this kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, talk to me about your sleep masks. Um, any of you guys have problems with them? Um, if you have problems with these things, talk to me about it. Um, I, I would love to get somebody on here as a guest on the show to talk about sleep masks. So if that's something that you have any experience, good or bad with, come talk to me about it. Um, so, I mean, there's really not much else to say other than that. So uh, I am in a recovery and fight for my life mode. Um, but the reality is I've been a fight for my life mode for the last couple of years, especially since I got over the 400 pound and now almost 500 pound mark. You know, you can't be... 500 pounds and not fighting for your life you can just be fighting for it and ignoring the fact that you are or actually do something about it and i think i stepped over that line to where i realized i know i have to do something about it i can't just pretend it doesn't exist so um you'll see a different tone from me um i would like to get more people on here with with some experience some struggles you know let's let's talk real about this stuff um you know, I don't want to get into the whole is obesity a disease thing and, you know, is it a choice? Yeah, I don't want to talk about that stuff. But I do want to know, I do know that obviously, especially in this country, obesity handles and, and basically it takes out more people a year than most things. And uh, we have to somehow fight it together. And I could use every ounce of support that I could. And I believe that there's people out there that could use me as well. So that's what I'm going to leave you with. Um, yeah, I was pr- pretty scared for my life this week. Um, I-, I faced my mortality, and it was up close and personal this week. So um, stick with me, and hopefully we'll- we can you know, do something special here. I'm not sure what we're going to do, but I-, I would like to know that you know my minutes mean something, and uh, I hope yours do too. So this is Rom, um, Facing 500, and I will uh, leave you with that, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you.